When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Sometimes needing new tyres can catch us by surprise. That's why tyre power gives you the power of zip pay and zip money. You can get what you need now, get back on the road safely and pay for it later. Terms and conditions apply. So visit tyrepower.com.au or call 13 21 91. Ah, uh, Fashion and Fame by the Angels, one of the great concerts at the Albert Motor Lodge in Palmerston North a million years ago. Um, and from that region, we join uh, Fielding Zone, but are currently in Australia, one of the coaching staff with the Silver Ferns are on a bit of a tear at the moment. Yvette McCausal and Jerry, my old, my old sparring partner down at the Pulse. Yvette, welcome into the show. Good to be here. Oh, Aussie, geez, it's a quick turnaround. Play Sunday, travel Monday, play Wednesday. Yeah, it is. I think it's quite nice, though, just to, you know, kind of land and get going again. So we've just finished another training session and a gym session. And, um, yeah, looking forward to it. I guess it, to work on. I guess it doesn't give Aussie long to regroup and try and focus on how to com- combat you guys. I mean, 2-0, back-to-back, I think it's the... Uh, it's either the first time ever or the first time in, in a long, long time we've beaten the Diamonds back-to-back. Uh, key performers for you in those first two or, or key things that allowed us to get 2-0 up? Yeah, I think definitely the preparation in terms of that ability to both mentally and physically be ready for the, f- the physicality of the game. So I think we were up for that. Um, I think... Uh, look, I think Grace Wicky has been incredible. Her ability to take all sorts of ball and, of course, that connection that she had with Lisa Peter was stunning and they've worked through that over you know, the last couple of seasons. So I think that was good. But I actually think everybody really owned their own role um, at different times and, and I say different times because we weren't perfect and there's still little things to work on and we feel a bit like we're on repeat um, again at training today saying the same things, but hopefully we can all... You know, get that right in the next one. You just mentioned two words I wanted to bring up in the same sentence. That was grace and physicality. I noticed she's developed a bit more of a physical presence, and I think there was a there was a, a move by Courtney Bruce just to try and intimidate Grace a little bit physically. But Grace is now taking ownership of that shooting circle. I saw I've seen a good maturity in Grace this series. Yeah, I agree, and I remember seeing her in her debut against England and. Um, up against Jeeva Mentor, and she really was, you know, at that point overwhelmed. Um, mm. But she's come such a long way in such a short time, and I think physically she's got real presence. You can see even just the work that she's put in over the last few months, and um, so physically she's got to change, but mentally she's got that ability to know that in her mind she's, she can beat anybody, and I think we're seeing that. It's just been, she's taking every kind of ball. They're not always perfect, but she's making them look like they are meant for her and, and rebounding really well, shooting extremely well. And she gets has always, but 
continues to get in a really good shooting position. So I think she's been impressive. I do too. And just while we're looking at that shooting circle, I noticed um, <clears throat> Amelia Ann Ecanasio is coming out very high and trying to mm-hmm. suck clearly to suck defenders out. But her, her mobility and her speed and agility is just wonderful. Was that an intentional thing against the Australians to try and disrupt their defensive movement in, the, in our attacking circle? Well, our biggest one was making sure that we were always in front of them. So for Amelia Ranch, her work rate was huge in that last test, both in the sent pass piece, but also on that through-court attack. And she's got a real good ability to accelerate and come forward. And the work that she's done to get herself in this position is is also significant. But um, she can play at Super League. She can look in if they put two defence back on. Great, she's able to take um, you know that shot from, from range. So... Yeah, she's really, I think she's been working incredibly hard and um, that link eh, is, is quite new. Those two haven't played a lot together, Wiki and um, Amelia Ann, but it doesn't look like it. It looks like they've had plenty of time. So, yeah, long mate, last. Keep going. Yeah, one one of the things I was really looking forward to is, is the clash of styles, uh, defensive styles. Australia well known for man-to-man defence. Mm-hmm. We're more of a zone defence. But it looked like you'd been working a lot on the box defence. And I'm very proud that um, Michaela Sokolic-Beetson managed to explain to me the box defence. And now I can see <laughs> it. It's been really effective and, and I enjoy its beauty. Yeah, and it is. It's a combination of space and man, so that ability to meet a player entering and mm. send them elsewhere, but at the same time make it look open enough. I think we're not quite there yet. Um, the Australians have got, you see in their shooting circle, what we call like the egg beater movement. So one goes away and one comes to you and we're getting a little bit caught. So there's a little bit of work still to do um, just to shut that off. But certainly that concept of trying to keep them apart and keep them wide and fill that little space is... Um, yeah, still a work in progress, but it's something they're not used to. Mm. The other thing I noticed too is in years gone by, uh, speed of ball through court, speed of player, um, Australia mm. were always a little, about 5% better than us or a little bit mm. more rapid and that, that classic line of let the ball go, that was Australia personified. We've stymied that, but we've given it back to them. We've got absolute rapid mid-quarters and Peter Toyava probably the best advertisement, but Whitney Soonis, um, Mila, Maddie Gordon, Gina when she comes back, uh, I almost think we've gone ahead Ahead of them is uh, with speed in the mid court. Yeah, I think we've got the we've got a, a change of tempo. I think we've got players who are quick, but it's also thinking about how quick you move the ball, and then whether you want to move it that quick or you want to fake, you know, and have them move and then play down another side. So I think what we're doing a lot better is running um, different angles of lines, and so it's much harder to mark when you've got people going in different directions and changing directions. I think that's a strength of all of those players that you've spoken about that have got an ability to go one way and turn and go the other. Mm. Um, Australians tend to have long leads and, and they go in one line really quick and then the next one's coming on another line. So, you know, I think as a group of players, we've got some really good skill set, some variation, and of course, in this part of the the Constellation Cup, um, three players have moved on and three new ones have come in. So Ali Tenu has a, a come into camp with us and, and Auckland, uh, along with Maddie and Kimmy, um, Kimmy Yordapoi. So that in itself brings some, you know, new things to work on and connections to make. But it's um, a speedy, another speedy group in the midcourt. 
a lot of pressure on them having watched those first two tests and you know the the ones with who have stayed back in New Zealand uh, performed very well so you know mm-hmm. Kimmy and Maddie especially would have watched Peter Toyava's coming of age test matches really um, be mm. interesting to see how they respond to that pressure yeah absolutely and I think like all of them they're really aware that this is part of a bigger picture of taking their opportunities to be considered for that World Cup selection down the track. So everybody's um, working really hard. All the players um, involved in the series were in the preparation camps in Auckland. So they've all had that time together leading in and the game plan hasn't changed. It's just getting those connections again. So I agree, everyone's under pressure. We're under pressure to make sure that we can keep winning. We need one more to secure the series. Really happy, and I'm sure you are, with uh, Kelly Jury Phoenix Karaka's combination at the defensive end. And that's such a communication duo, uh, the defensive end. Don't care what team it is. And they haven't played a mm. lot of minutes together. Um, Phoenix is just wise head. It's almost like when players take time away, their, their head becomes wiser, even though they're not okay. playing. And Kelly's feeding off that, and she's feeding off Kelly. And the trust seems to really develop between those two defensively well you're right like defensively you've got to have that link and interestingly enough Kelly's a really quiet person and so her comms aren't necessarily verbal but a lot Mm. of it's just around them both understanding their movement reading each other reading the body angles knowing what each each one is doing at different times and essentially um, equal to that is the two on the outside making sure that as a pack they're working you know inside and outside and really putting pressure on the angles and um, certainly one of the you know the strengths of Phoenix is she plays that type of style all season and, and Kelly again her lean seems to still be something that the Australians aren't overly comfortable with so um, no they're building and Ellie will come in and add a little bit more as well so um, I'm really looking forward to these next two I think it's a challenge for us you were right it's the first time New Zealand's gone to back to back at any stage against Australia and um, the pressure's now to push that out even further you're creating a, a heck of a problem, and it's a good problem to have the depth in New Zealand netball. Uh, Dame Nolene's cast the net far and wide, and um, we've got such good coaches uh, around the premiership and also in the New Zealand setup that, um, for whatever reason, we seem to get the best out of these netball. Selection for the World Cup squad is getting more and more difficult, and I say it's a good thing mm-hmm. because whoever goes is going to be unreal. Um, we're in a pretty healthy spot at the moment, netball would you say? Yeah, I think so. I think there's enough. Um, what's good about it is there's lots of players with points of difference, and I think that's the really healthy thing in netball in New Zealand. There's not a group that are all the same. They all bring something different, and depending on what's required for different tasks, and that's, you know, different opposition, etc. there's an opportunity there. So I think what's been um, great, you know, not only for the players, they've been given lots of opportunities through this Constellation Cup, and and equally for us as coaches and franchises over the past you know, few seasons, we've all been given opportunity to just get that exposure about saying what does it take to make sure that our players are ready internationally and what do we need to do in our own environments to ensure that we've got both the intensity in the sessions um, but also an S&C preparation and then alongside that understanding different game plan context and having people ready to, to move wherever they move to, they've got that ability to adapt and adjust. 
Talking to Yvette McCourt and Jury, part of the coaching setup with the Silver Ferns, the uh, third game is in the Constellation Cup. Something else I wanted to ask you about was the the, the recipe for success in the first two matches, brilliant. But you know uh, the Diamonds will go away and look at that. So how much do you keep playing the same but or how much do you have to change because you know they'll prepare to try and counter what they've seen? Yeah, I think there's been a real shift for us in mindset around um, we could say, oh, look, they'll come back. They always do and they you know, have always proven that they've got more to give and changing that mindset to say, well, actually, let's just keep pushing it out and see what they've got. So for us, it's staying on, um, continue to play to your strengths and know what you do really well and continue to make sure that that gets better and we know that there's more improvement we can make in, in all of those areas. A um, um, few little tweaks of understanding about what they might come with, given we've played you know, a similar style and therefore having a few bits of focus of how to get out of that situation. But again, continue to accentuate what we're good at, believe that we're good enough to go again and keep pushing the, you know, the pressure back on them. Mm. Um, so a bit of a shift in thinking, I guess, rather than standing back and saying, look, they're going to come at us, brace yourself, actually move forward and just keep pushing it at them. Last question comes from a listener that's texted in from Josh saying, could you please ask Yvette the return to play schedule for Gina Crampton, Karen Berger and Jane Watson? Yeah, look, they're, um, I don't know the specific time frames for each of them, but for um, Gina, it's been really about her having some freshen up time. Mm-hmm. So it's not an injury or anything, but a chance for her, she's, been in a number of um, big campaigns along with her commitment at franchise level so for her it's more of a freshen up and the other two, um, Carden was actually at the game in Tauranga and is making really good progress, the back running so it's just uh, you know, that time for them to come back by a franchise and prepare themselves because that's just around the corner, we started in November so <laughs> they're not far off re-entering their franchise environments and um, will build uh, and be you know, people in contention for that World Cup selection so World Cup is when because um, I think we spoke to Karen on the show last week and I think she was expecting return to play sort of December um, Gina's not injured so she'll be available when's the World Champs and would those three be ready do you think? Yeah the World Champs isn't until July oh, so okay. um, again a shortened or not a shortened but an early start with the ANZ Premiership and yeah. that times in really well to then finish that and for that group to prepare for that, the world um, champ. So they're well and truly um, in line to be back ready for that. Oh, the competition. It whets the appetite, doesn't it? I bet the yeah. ANZ Premiership next year is going to be off the hook. Off the hook. Mm. Competition. Pressure, pressure, pressure. Pressure, <laughs> stuff we love. Hey, Yvette, thanks for joining us um, from from Australia with us today. We'll be listening intently, watching intently, and wishing wishing you all the very best tomorrow and the fourth test as well. So thanks, thanks so much, Yvette. Nā mihi. Kia ora. Kia ora. Nā mihi to Yvette McCausland, jury, a wonderful coach. Oops, wonderful coach of the Pulse, and uh, now I'm, I'm stoked she's back in the fold with the Silver Ferns, and um, yeah, third test tomorrow night, I think the fourth is on Sunday, Sunday, yeah, so we do wish them all the very, very best. Um, we will take a break, and when we come back, we're going to go back about, what are we, Tuesday, Monday, Sunday, Saturday, Friday, Thursday. we'll go back five days, and we'll revisit Show Me The Money, How Did We Get On?
Deck maintenance isn't fun. Move the furniture and barbecue, sand and prep, paint, seal, or get a low-maintenance Trex deck. The only colour fade you'll have to deal with is watching the sunset. Trex, the world's number one decking brand.